Welcome back to the show. I'm Colt White. Nine stakes races to talk about for Champions Night at Remington Park, headed by the $1.2 million Heritage Place Futurity. Not going to waste too much time. We're going to get right into my selections right after this. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Dunn Ranch in Winniewood, Oklahoma. Standing leading 2022 second crop sire, A Revenant. Grade one winner and millionaire, Blood Money. Graded stakes producers, Dashmaster Jess and One Valiant Hero. Of course, the valiantly bred PYC Fun and Fancy going into his second crop now. And new in 2023, Power Jam has been a producer from Limited Starter so far and their very own In Hot Pursuit of his graded stakes placed himself. Dunn Ranch can also help you with mare fold-out services, embryo transfers, sales prep, and so much more. Check them out on social media, and you can also go to their website at dunranch.com to learn more. Dunn Ranch, success starts here. Let's get things started with the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum stakes, a grade one event for the paints and apps, $30,000 purse, 440 yards the distance, and a field of eight in this one. Number one, that's Mr. Apollo Blue, owned and trained by Michael Moss, Roman Cruz, with the ride. Two is Allie's favorite sign, another one owned and trained by Michael Moss, and Gonzalo Gutierrez is up. Three is the heavy favorite Livewire's Turnpike, owned by Brian Hawk, Matt Whitekiller Trains, Francisco Calderon in the saddle. Four is Hold My Beer, owned by Dayray Racing, Matt Whitekiller Trains, Yuendo Navarrete Jr. with the call. Five is Secret Livewire for 2LD Farm LLC, Gary Jacobs Trains, Brian Candonosa up. Six is Panama Vision, another one for owner-trainer Michael Moss, Andrew Samaniego, the rider. Seven is RP Reckless Wire for owner Jeff Adams, D. Keener Trains, Cody Wainscott with the ride. And number eight, RP Barracuda Dash, owned by Cornell Berghalter, Theodore Alexander, the trainer for Nando Fonseca Soto with the ride. So, my top pick, I don't see him beating the heavy favorite Livewire's Turnpike at one to five morning line. He's a five time stakes winner. It's also five for nine at Remington Park. Livewire's Turnpike, a gelding by CRM Livewire at a wagon on Turnpike by PYC Paint Your Wagon. Has had three outs this year, a couple of wins in the Speed Horse Grand Paint Stakes in March. Was runner-up in the American Paint Stakes in April. And then last time out was on May the 20th. And another stake got the win there, going away by a length. And three quarters. His only loss this year got off to a horrible beginning and still managed to come back and run second. I feel like even if he does get a terrible start like he did in that race, the 440 yards for him should be plenty of room for him to run in any competition down that he still has. Livewire's Turnpike, a nine-time winner from 13 outs and 174000 in earnings for the Oklahoma bread. For second, I'm going to go to the 7RP Reckless Wire at 6-1. to one. This is a Philly by CRM Live Wire out of RP Miss Reckless Dash by Reckless Dash. He's had a pair of outs this year, both against Stakes Company and American Paint Stakes won that one. And then was second to Live Wire's Turnpike the second time around. RP Reckless Wire is a three-time Stakes winner. Wayne Scott and Keener teaming up at 50% this year, and RP Reckless Wire is 4 for 10 at Remington Park. Seven wins, six seconds, and five-thirds from 20 outs, and 157,000 earnings for RP Reckless Wire. 
third, I'm going to go to the eight. RP Barracuda Dash at 30 to 1 morning line. A three-year-old gelding by Barracuda out of RP Miranda Dash by Country Quick Dash. This one's had a pair of outs this year. First time was in that Speed Horse Graham Stakes in early March. And then was third against Claiming Company last time out on May the 14th, I should say. RP Barracuda Dash is a stakes winner. Won a stake at Fair Meadows last summer. And that is actually his only win from 12 outs. Has one second and six thirds with it. 31,000 in earnings for the eight. And then for fourth, I'll take the one. Mr. Apollo Blue, also 30 to 1. A four year old colt by Jess Louisiana Blue out of Alley's Apollo by Apollo. Only one start this year. That was in an allowance back in March. Ran fifth in that one. Multiple stakes placed in one for five at Remington Park is Mr. Apollo Blue. Since that last race, did put in a work on May 7th, going 220 and 1328, was 47th of 49. About 25,000 in earnings for Mr. Apollo Blue, my fourth choice. For third, I'll have RP Barracuda Dash. Second, the seven RP Reckless Wire. And on top, number three, Live Wires Turnpike. 3781 in race four. Race five is another grade one, the Speed Horse Graham Paint and Appaloosa Futurity for $257,000, 350 yards of distance, and a full field of 10. Number one, Wired Redhead qualified with the ninth fastest time for owner Taylor Van Bever, John Herrick, and Connie Young, Matt White, Killer Trains, you went on Everette Rides. Number two, second fastest qualifier, our cowgirl. This one owned and bred in Oklahoma by Jeff Adams, D. Keener Trains, James Flores aboard. Number three, Test the Wire, owned by Brian Hawk, Matt White, Killer Trains, and Jorge Torres will ride the fifth fastest qualifier. Four is V Golden Game. Qualified seventh fastest, Valentina and Fabiola Vega, Mark Barnes Trains, and Augustine Silva rides. Fourth fastest qualifier is the five, Triple L Express for Plain Fun LLC, D. Keener Trains, Brian Candonosa up. Six, Mighty Mocha, runner J. Ross, another one for Keener, and Ricky Ramirez will pilot this one. Seven is the third fastest qualifier, Railway Cafe, another one for J. Ross and D. Keener, Edwin Escobedo, the jockey. Fastest qualifier is the eight, Whiskey and Rain, owned by Dunn Ranch, Monte Rosa Trains, Francisco Calderon, the rider. Nine is EL Flying Cowgirl, qualified 10th fastest for Elizabeth Logan, another one for Keener, and CJ Ben will have the ride. And trailing the field is the 10, WF Candy Telling Tales for Painted Faith Racing, another one for D. Keener, Jesus Salazar will ride the 6th fastest qualifier. Hard to go against number eight, Whiskey and Rain, and this one seems to, like she's been just getting better with each and every out. Just blew them away in the trials. Broke on top, unchallenged from the start, won it by a length and three quarters. Of course, also won the Oklahoma Paint and Appaloosa Futurity back in March. Had a little layoff before returning for the Speed Horse Grand. 87000 in earnings for Whiskey and Rain. Calderon and Arosa teaming up at 26% so far this year. Second, I'm going to go to the five. Triple L Express at 4-1. to one. This is a Colt by CRM Livewire out of Maggie Redmond by Wave Carver. It's had five starts this year, including a 10th place finish in the Oklahoma Paint Apps Futurity, and then ended up winning the uh, American Paint Classic Futurity. There in April, and then, of course, won his trial 
last time out. And in that trial performance, had kind of a bumpy beginning, but then quickly surged to the front, ended up winning it by about a half length. So we'll see if he can get a cleaner start on Saturday in Triple L Express. For third, I'll go to the 2R Cowgirl at 5-1. to one. This one's a Philly by Flying Cowboy 1-2-3. He's been on fire here lately. Appaloosa Philly out of Paint This Kitty by PYC Paint Your Wagon. 3-for-3 three three is our Cowgirl. Won a maiden first time out. Second time out on April the 29th. Did win that Victoria Ennis Memorial at Remington. And then a trial winner, of course, last time out. Had a good start in that one. Hustled to the lead and held on to win by three-quarters of a length. That our Cowgirl looks to keep her unbeaten streak intact. And then for fourth, I'll go to the Seven Railway Cafe. Railway Cafe is 6-1 to one morning line. She's by Freight Train B out of My Dashing Hero by The Dashing Hero. She's had a pair of outs. First time out was second in the Oklahoma Paint Trials and then had a long layoff before here in the Speed Horse Graham. Ended up winning and breaking her maiden. Had a decent start in that one. Split rivals to get up by a head in the end at Railway Cafe. 5200 in earnings for the Oklahoma Bread Philly. So on top, I'll go to the 8 Whiskey and Rain, then the 5 Triple L Express, the 2 R Cowgirl, and the 7 Railway Cafe, 8527, and the Speed Horse Graham Paint Faturi. Race 6 is the $100,000 Heritage Place Juvenile for 2-year-olds going 350 yards, another field of 10. Number 1 is One Valiant Love, gelding owned by Dunn Ranch, Monte Rosa Trains, Francisco Calderon aboard. 2 is BV Brother, owned by Bella Vista Farms, Eddie Lee Willis Trains, Ruben Castro up. Number three is JT True Grit, owned and trained by Jeffrey Tyre and the Jockey Roman Cruz. Four is AJ's Little Reba, owned by Larry and Bobby Rice. Heath Taylor trains Augustine Silva up. Five, Coronado's Fate, owned by Reliance Ranches LLC. Eddie Willis trains Jimmy Brooks with the call. Six is Paint This Rose for owner Aaron Newsom. Another one for Eddie Willis, and this one written by Justine Claber. Seven is Lady Corona, one, two, three, owned by Larry and Bobby Rice. Heath Taylor trains, Jockey Rodrigo Vallejo. The eight is Doc's Dusty Dash. This one owned by Dusty Rose Ranch, LLC. Trained by Stacy Caps and the Jockey Ueno Neverette. Number nine, Dextack, owned by the elite team of Elizabeth Logan and trained by Dee Keener and James Flores will be up. And number 10 is AJ Rock My Heart. For owner Salazar Staples, LLC. Wendy Garcia trains, Modesto Pena with the call. My top choice is going to be the seven, Lady Corona One Two Three at eight to one morning line. She's by Corona Cartel out of Lady Eagle One Two Three by One Famous Eagle. She's had a couple of starts so far. Was second in the trials for the Remington Park Futurity first time out. Did not qualify, of course, and then won her trial for the Heritage Futurity most recently. In that trial, had a nice start. Went quickly to the front. Cruise clear to win it by a length. Bit surprised this one's at eight to one because she really had a very professional trial performance. A few weeks ago. Nearly 12,000 in earnings for Lady Corona. One, two, three. Second, I'm going to take the one, one Valiant Love at three to one. A gelding by one Valiant Hero out of Echoes of Love by one Famous Eagle. And this one's had a couple of starts as well. Second in a maiden on April 23rd. And then in the trials, picked up the win. Broke near the front, had a late surge in the final 100 yards to get up to win by a half length. A really impressive race when you go back and watch it because... Like I say, it was there at the very end. Was still behind quite a ways. 
One Valiant Love still managed to get the victory. Nearly 13,000 earnings for the Oklahoma bred One Valiant Love. Third, I'm going to take the nine. Deck Stack at six to one. Gelded son of Doc's best card out of Ring of Ring of Roses by Jess Lips. He's had a pair of starts. Seventh in the Oklahoma Futurity Trials at first asking. Took a break until the Heritage Trials where he pulled a big, I think it was 23 to one upset in his trial performance. And just missed qualifying for the, his day of trials on May 15th. Was sixth fastest overall. So just missed the big one in the Futurity. In that trial, battled between rivals and found space and ended up kicking clear to win by about a length. 8,800 in earnings for deck stack. And then for fourth, I'm going to take the five, a long shot at 20 to one. Longest shot of the board, Coronado's Fate. Colt by Coronado Cartel out of Fate Can't Wait by Mr. Jess Perry. Still a maiden in two starts. First time out was ninth against Maiden Company. And then was third in the trials here for the Heritage Place Futurity. Had a decent start in that one. Tried hard late, but was not enough to catch San Lynch, or no, excuse me, PYC Legacy. I was thinking of a different different one later down the road. PYC Legacy was actually the one that won his trial and, of course, is in the Heritage Place Finals. So in the Juvenile, I'll go to the 7 Lady, Corona 1, 2, 3, then the 1, 1 Valiant Love, the 9 Deck Stack, and the 5 Coronado's Fate. 7, 1, 9, 5 in race 6. On to race 7. The Grade 1 Remington Park Distance Championship, $53,000 purse going around the hook at 870 yards in a field of six. Number one is two-time Grade 1 finalist, Jess A Bit of Candy. Five-year-old gelding owned by the Edward Melzer Revocable Trust, Eddie Willis Trains, Josh Romero aboard. Two, Baker's Big Old Boy, four-year-old gelding owned by Jude Robichaux and Russell Harris, John Steinball Trains, Francisco Amper on the rider. Number three, four-time stakes winner, Dak, owned by Blue Star Racing, James Gonzalez Trains, Sal Martinez, the rider. Four is the stakes winning the Grand Legend, owned by James Whitener, Monte Rosa Trains, jockey Francisco Calderon. Number five, Big Dynasty, a three-time stakes winner for owner Debbie Grimes, Robbie Mesh Trains, Noah Garcia Rides. And number six, four-time stakes winner, O'Donovan Rosa. Owned by Kelly Other Equine, LLC, D. Keener Trains, Brian Candanosa with the call. So, for my superfecta here in the distance, I'm going to go with the three Dak on top. I think he gets the best of O'Donovan Rosa this time. Just missed him last time out. He's three to one morning line, a seven-year-old gelding by Dominion and a Fleet Ellis by Fisher's Dash. Has started four times this year. First time out was at Sunland Park, won against Allowance Company, then was fifth in the SLM Big Daddy, won the distance challenge at Remington, and then a second in that Paul's Valley last time out. Also has stakes wins and actually two races in the Sam Houston 550, won that back-to-back times, and even as a two-year-old, won the TQHA sale faturity. Dak is one for three at Remington Park and three for five at 870 yards. Martinez and Gonzalez teaming up at 33% this year, 419,000 in earnings for Dak. Second, I'll go to the six of Donovan Rosa at two to one. Five-year-old gelding by A Political Jess out of Shannon Chi by Country Chicks Man. He's had three outs on the year. First time out was a seventh place finish in the SLM Big Daddy. Absolutely crushed an allowance field on April 16th, won by over 10 lengths in that one. And then, of course, won the Paul's Valley 
last time out. Keener and Candonosa teaming up at 21% this year. But Donovan Rosa is 3-for-10 at Remington and 5-for-6 at 870 yards. Actually won that SLM Big Daddy Stakes a couple of years ago at Remington. A nine-time winner, five seconds and three-thirds from 29 outs and 219,000 earnings for O'Donovan Rosa. Third, I'll go to the four of the Grand Legend at 4-1. to one. Another seven-year-old gelding by FDD going grand out of legendary Sace by Trey Sace. One for one this year. Won an allowance on May 5th at Sam Houston. Grand Legend is two for four at Remington Park. Three for four at 870 yards. This one actually won the Heritage Place Juvenile at Remington in 2018. He's also been runner-up in the Evangeline Downs Derby and third in the King Williams Stakes and finalist in several other graded stakes races, including a third-place finish in the Tower of Americas. Seven wins, four seconds, and four-thirds from 27 outs and 133,000 earnings for the Grand Legend. And to round out my Superfecta, I'll go to the Five to Big Dynasty at 6-1. to one. Five-year-old gelding by FDD Dynasty out of Delightfully Trace by Trace Ace. This one has started twice, was fourth in the SLM Big Daddy and third in the Paul's Valley last time out. Had a good winning streak going on for a while, picking up wins in the Towers of America Stakes, the TQHA 550, and the King Rick Rack at Zia Park. She was also third in the Dash for Cash Derby as a three-year-old in 2021. Six wins from 11 outs and 176,000 earnings for Big Dynasty. So on top, I'll go to the three, Dak, second, the six, O'Donovan Rosa, third, the four, the Grand Legend, and fourth, the five, Big Dynasty, three, six, four, five, and the Distance Championship. Joining me now, making his third appearance on the show, multiple graded stakes winning jockey. He's going to look to pick up a couple of more this weekend on Champions Night. Here's Christian Escada. So let's start off with uh, just give me a reason for the Juno's request. What can you tell me about her? a good horse i'm really um she's training really good she came back good from the last stakes and i think i think she can get it done of course she had a great year last year capping it off with the win in the altoona derby in what ways do you think she improved throughout last year and how has that helped her this year in the races she's been in uh, she's been about the same since last year you know just the first race here she was not she was not eating well just little behind from the training, you know. But once she caught up, she's she's been about the same since last year, and I think I think she'll be ready for this this coming race. Now she might not have won either of her races so far this year, but both times she wasn't beat by very much at all. Do you think if this race plays out the way those other two did, that the outside will be really good for? Her? Yeah, I really think I really think so. I, you know, last time uh. In the in the, la- in the past in the last race, uh, she kind of didn't broke as sharp, and then when because the one on the side of me had me beat, and then one, once she passed him, like we never saw the outside of horses, so I feel like she kind of once we passed that four horse, I was in the three hole, the three hole. I feel like once she passed the four horse, like she just you know just stay there and never. We, we never saw the outside horses, so I feel like that kind of got us beat. You know, being so way, so far apart, that was in the inside, they were in the outside, so I feel like if we were hooked up together, she would have got him. 
sure. Definitely. Now, this Philly's done really well at 400 yards as well in her career. What does she have to do Saturday to just make sure she keeps that going? Just have a good break and we'll get it done. <laughs> now, now, how about hooked and gone for the Derby? How do you think he's improved since last year? improve a lot he has matured a lot last year he was kind of you know still little green the beginning of his race and was not not focusing on breaking and kind of goofing off there but he has he has improved a lot has matured a lot so he's training really good i took him a couple days ago wednesday i think and man he is total different horse he's ready yeah, like you mentioned, it's it's always seemed like he's kind of had a problem with the gates. Like you look back at the Heritage Futurity last year, he got off pretty slow, but still managed to come and run fourth, I think, in it, fourth or fifth. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. but hearing the trials this last time out, it didn't seem like that was an issue at all. Uh, what were your well, thoughts he, on his trial overall? He broke. Uh, he broke awesome. I mean, that's the best I think he has ever broke. You know, and I feel like he has matured a lot. Like he's paying attention in the gates that he's. He knows that he he's just waiting on the gate to to open. And since he's kind of had a little bit of gate trouble, he's always had to, something to run at in a lot of these races, and I don't expect it to be any different on Saturday with the competition in that derby. Do you think he really runs his best whenever he sees something to run at? Yes, he really does. Yeah, he really, when he gets hooked up to some somebody that's right there, he'll he's really competitive. I guess he's aptly named then, hooked and gone, huh? <laughs> this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Flare Strips. When it comes to fractions of a second, all decisions are critical to achieve the best performance. Think like NASCAR, where your incremental improvements are made to get every possible gain. For example, a horse's stride at a gallop, a horse's breathing and stride are linked together. For every breath a horse takes, it takes one stride. This means anything that impairs breathing impairs stride. Likewise, anything that shortens a horse's stride will impair its breathing. A tool for optimizing stride, optimize the efficiency of breathing. Flare strips are clinically proven to make breathing easier because horses breathe easier. They can get most out of each stride. In addition, horses conserve energy, fatigue less, and bleed less. Flare strips are a tool to help horses be the best they can be. Visit flarestrips.com to learn more about the health and performance benefits of flare strips. Race eight is next. The $112,000 grade one Juno's request stakes for fillies and mares, three-year-olds and up 400 yards, the distance and another field of 10. Number one. A dream to fill, three-time stakes finalist for owner Kelly Yoder Equine LLC, D. Keener Trains, Jesus Salazar Rides. Two, Fabulous Rachel, four-time stakes finalist owned by Darling Farms, Wayland Melton Trains, Juan Polito. We'll have the call. Three, is ten-time stakes finalist, just a political girl. Sergio Castillo owns Jose de Herrera Trains, Ricky Ramirez will pilot. Four is grade two and grade three winner Sassolitical, owned by Tyler and I Graham, Clint Crawford Trains, Jockey Hori Torres. Five stakes place just special Folly V, owned by Mach 4 Racing, Dirt Beery Trains, Fernando Fonseca Soto Rides. Six is seven time graded stakes finalist Sweet Dash of Fire, 
Owned by Valeriano Racing Stables, Santos Carrizales Trains, Raul Valenzuela, the jockey. Number seven is grade three winner Glamazon. Owned by Christian Alcala, also the trainer in Noah Garcia Rides. Number eight is two-time graded stakes winner Pops First Lady. Owned by Ruse Ranch LLC, Robbie Mesh Trains, Edwin Escobedo Rides. Number nine, making her stakes debut, is Sweet Brown Sugar. Owned by Rod Hansen, Lucia Train, CJ Ben, the pilot. And number 10 is Just Give Me a Reason, a stakes winner owned by Stacey Charette Hill, also her trainer, and Christian Escada will be up. So my top choice here on the Juno's request is going to be the five, Jess Special Folly V at 9-2. to two. Four-year-old filly by Apolitical Jess out of Special Folly Dash by Tempting Dash. She is unbeaten. This year, winning a pair of allowances, including that first time out, beat a trace of Eagle, who ended up winning the Mr. Jetmore and the Sooner State Stakes. And will also be talked about here shortly in the Remington Park Championship. Jess Special Folly V was also a finalist in last year's Derby Challenge Championship after making it in through Prairie Meadows running second. It's been first or second, 6 of 10 tries, 67,000 in earnings. Soto and Perry have teamed up at 20% this year. Philly is 3 for 5 at Remington Park. The only knock is 0 for 4 at 400 yards. Second, I got the 10. Just give me a reason at 6 to 1. She's by good reason, SA, out of Send Me This Wagon by PYC Paint Your Wagon. A couple of starts this year. Was 6th in the Dequetta in March and then was 2nd in the Easy Date and a very competitive one their last time out. Last year won the Altoona Derby, was also 5th in the Prairie Meadows Gold Derby, and 4th in the Heritage Place Oaks. Has been 1st or 2nd, 7 of 11 tries and 137,000 earnings for just giving me a reason. She is 3 for 7 at Remington and 4 for 5 at 400. Third, I'll go to the 4, Sass Political at 5 to 2. She's by a political Jess out of Jess Sass, me by Mr. Jess Perry. 2 for 2 this year. Won both the Dequetta and the Easy Date. I don't know if a horse has ever won all three of these Philly Amer stakes um, at Remington in one year. If anybody knows, please let me know. Um, if it has been done before, I figure it's been a while since it has been done. But besides those two races, last year was runner-up in the Miss Ellen Stakes, also a finalist in the All-American Oaks and the Rainbow Oaks, runner-up in the Valley Junction Futurity and a Heritage Place Futurity finalist a few years ago. Has been first, second, or third, 11 of 15 tries. 215,000 earnings for Sassolitical. She's 0 for 2 at 400 yards, but 4 for 6 at Remington Park. And for fourth, I'll take the two. Fabulous Rachel at 9 to 2. She's by one Fabulous Eagle out of Teller Baja by Teller Cartel. Polito and Melton teaming up to win quite a bit this year. Runner-up in the Dequetta earlier in the year and then was fifth in the Easy Date last time out. Also a finalist in the Oklahoma Mystery Derby last year and also won the Gillespie County Fair Derby in August at Gillespie. First or second, five of seven tries, 67,000 earnings for fabulous Rachel. This will be her first start at 400 yards. She's one for three at Remington. So in the Juno's request, I got the five on top, Jess Special Folly V, then the 10, Jess Give Me a Reason, the four, Sassolitical, and the two, fabulous Rachel. Five, 10, four, two in race eight. Next up, race nine, the second running of the Heritage Place Oaks, $270,000 purse, 400 yards the distance, and another full field of 10. 
number one, eighth fastest qualifier, where there's smoke, stakes place Philly by owned by Lucky Ace Racing Partners. Ed Hardy trains Angel Ramirez, the pilot. Number two is Curl's Joyful Wagon, a four-time graded stakes finalist owned by Martin Stacy, John Steinball trains, and the jockey Brian Candonosa. Three, fastest qualifier in grade three winner proximity owned by Dennis Dreyer, Monte Rosa trains, jockey Francisco Calderon. Number four is a Southern Hero, a grade one finalist owned by Larry and Bobby Rice, Eddie Willis trains, jockey Justine Claver on the maiden, a Southern Hero. Five is fifth fastest qualifier painted Sace, a grade two finalist owned by Danny Miller, Toby Keaton trains, Ramon Sanchez beat the jockey. Number six, stakes finalist Mrs. KVN, owned by Thomas Sheckle, Sean Manriquez trains, Daniel Torres, the jockey. Sixth fastest qualifier is the seven, Sunday Silence. Sunday Silence, owned by Sebastian Vega, Juvenal Vasquez trains, jockey Jesus Salazar. The eight is Our Lady's Dynasty, another one for Larry and Bobby Rice, Eddie Willis trains, jockey Jimmy Brooks. Number nine is second fastest qualifier in grade one place, Fearless Moon. Owned by Gentry Farms, John Steinball trains. Sergio Becerra Jr. will ride. And the 10 is third fastest qualifier, Dina Marie. Owned by Mark and Annette McCloy, Treywood trains. Ricky Ramirez will be up. My top pick, I decided on the five. Painted Sace at 10 to 1. Like the price for one thing. This is affiliate by Trey Sace out of Jake's Painted Wagon by PYC Painter Wagon. She's two for two this year, picked up an allowance win in March, and then won her trial heat for this one last time out. Broke on top in that one, kicked clear to win it by a length, did Painted Sace. Only other stakes appearance was a 10th place finish in the grade two dash for cash futurity last fall. So this one's been first or second five out of six tries. Again, that dash for cash, the only time that hasn't happened. 56,000 in earnings for Painted Sace. Painted Sace also one for three at 400 yards. Second, I'll go to Proximity, number three, at three to one. She's by Moon and the Eagle out of Conspicuous Dynasty by FDD Dynasty. She's had three starts this year. Was third in the Oklahoma Derby Trials first time out and then broke her maiden in the Oklahoma Derby Finals. And, of course, at the fastest time here for the Oaks. Not the best of starts in that trial performance, but quickly surged to the lead and got up in time to win by a head. Did proximity. One for two at 400 yards is this Moon and the Eagle filly with 118,000 earnings. Another stakes appearance for her was the Heritage Juvenile last year. Third, I'll take the nine, Fearless Moon at five to one. She's by first Moon Flash at a heartbeat by Trace Sace. She's had three starts on the year. Hasn't won yet this year. First time out was second in the Los Al Oaks Trials, then ran seventh in the Grade 1 Finals, and second in her trial here behind Proximity. Had a decent start in that one. Made up ground late to get up there for second at Fearless Moon. Also ran fourth in the Rainbow Futurity last year. So she's been first or second three of five tries with 108,000 and earnings, and she's one for five at 400 yards. And fourth, I'll go to the 10, Dana Marie at 6-1. to one. She's by A Political Jess out of Especially Trace by Dash Air. 
first start this year was in the trials, broke on top, and that one faded a bit late. That was in the fastest trial, though, here for the Oaks. As a two-year-old last year, managed to break her maiden in the All-American Futurity Trials, then ran third in the All-American Constellation, and was also fourth in the Grade 1 Texas Classic Futurity at Lone Star Park. It's been first, second, or third, six of seven tries, and 92000 in earnings for Dana Marie. So my top pick will be the five, Painted Sace, then the three, Proximity, the nine, Fearless Moon, and the ten, Dana Marie, five, three, nine, ten, and the second, Heritage Place Oaks. Race 10 is the 32nd running of the Grade 2 Heritage Place Derby, $270,000 purse, 400 yards of distance, and of course a field of 10. Number 1 is 8th fastest qualifier and Grade 1 finalist War Admiral, owned by Bobby Cox, Juan Vasquez Trains, and Brian Candanosa will be up. Number 2, Grade 1 and Grade 3 winner and qualifying 2nd fastest, Eye on the Card, Owned by Omar Hernandez and Taos River Ranch, LLC. Monty Arosa Trains and Juan Polito will be up. Three, King of Woodbridge. Owned by Aguila Negra Racing, Incorporated. Jose Huerta Trains. Edwin Escobedo will be aboard the fifth fastest qualifier. Co-fastest qualifier, number four, Sir James. Owned by Ellen Kennedy Racing, LLC. Luis Villafranco Trains and Roman Cruz Rides. Number five is third fastest qualifier, Everything You Need. On by Tony Cedillo and Absolute Refrigeration, Cedillo Trains, and Mario Delgado, the rider. Number six is grade one winner, the Duke. The Duke on by Ashton Elder and Miguel Romero Jr. Raul Rodriguez trains Ricky Ramirez with the call. Number seven is grade one winner, Take a Swig of This, on by Dunn Ranch. Trained by Monty Rosa and Francisco Calderon will be aboard. Number eight is four-time stakes finalist Tiger King. Qualified with the fourth fastest time in the trials for owner Reliance Ranches LLC, Cody Noel Trains and Raul Valenzuela will be aboard. Number nine is FDD Cloud, owned by Preston Cloud, Clint Crawford Trains, and Jorge Torres is the jockey. And finally, number 10, another co fastest qualifier, Hooked and Gone, owned by Regina Lehman, Victory Barra Trains, and Christian Escada will be up. So in the Derby. I've decided to take the seven on top, take a swig of this at five to one. This is a gelding by a revenant at a PYC prize dog by PYC paint your wagon. He's had three outs on the year. First two were wins in the winter derby trials and the grade one finals at La Salle. And then in the trials here for the heritage place derby kind of hopped out of the gate at the start. And I mean, got out about as bad as you can as you can in a trial like that as tough as that trial was too but still put in a late surge there to get up for second i think is about three quarters maybe half a length behind hooked and gone so i think with a better start this time it's all take a swig of this in the heritage place derby he's won for four at remington park that win came in the heritage place futurity trials last year where he went on to run second in the grade one finals and then also two for three at 400 yards and take a swig at this 281,000 in earnings for the texas bread second i've got the 10 hooked and gone at seven to two gelding by pyc paint your wagon out of pretty girl kate by pretty boy perry the remington park derby winner two races back had a good start in his trial a few weeks ago 
good break. He battled throughout in that one, but still managed to hold on by a neck or so to take a swig of this. Two for five at 400 yards and four for seven at Remington Park. His other stakes appearances include a win in the Remington Park Juvenile last year, ran fourth in the Heritage Place Futurity, runner-up in the Rainbow Juvenile as well, been first or second eight of the ten tries with 237,000 in earnings and hooked and gone. Third, I'll take the two eye on the card at 5-2, to two, a Colt by Doc's best card out of John's Party Girl by Mr. Eye Opener. This one started a couple of times already this year. Ran second in the Mr. Masterbug stakes at first asking on the year and then picked up a nice win in the trials. Had a bit of a troubled start, but surged between horses to get up and win by a length. He is 3-for-3 three three at 400 yards and 3-for-5 at Remington Park. Eye on the card also ran third in the Remington Park Futurity last year and also won the FL Ladybug Stakes and Rainbow Futurities. Six wins and eight outs and over 600000 in earnings for Eye on the card. And for fourth, I'll go to the eight Tiger King at eight to one. This is a cult by A Political Jess out of Cruising the Wagon by PYC Painter Wagon. Has had three outs on the year, one an allowance in March, fourth in the grade three Mr. Masterbug, and in the trials, last time out, left in front, cruised home to win by a length and a quarter. Did Tiger King one for six at 400 yards and four for six at Remington Park. As last year, he did run fourth in the Remington Park Juvenile and was a finalist in the Dash for Cash Futurity and Texas Classic Juveniles. It's been first or second, seven of 12 tries with 85000 in earnings in Tiger King. So on top, I'll go to the seven, take a swig of this, then the 10 hooked and gone, the two eye on the card, and the eight. Tiger King, 7-10-2-8. Race 11 is the 38th running of the Debbie Shoff Remington Park Championship, Grade 1, $250,000 purse for three-year-olds and up, and the classic quarter horse distance of 440 yards. A look at the field. Number one is champion and Grade 1 winner, Apolitical Gold, owned and bred in Oklahoma by Grant Cox, Eddie Willis Trains, Jimmy Brooks in the saddle. The two is head patron, a four-time stakes winner owned by Brant Barley, Waylon Melton Trains, and Juan Polito. We'll have the call. Three is nine-time stakes winner, Stone Cold Leader, owned by R&R Racing LLC, Robbie Mesh Trains, and Mario Delgado. We'll have the ride. Four is Delida Saul, a multiple grade one place gelding owned by Reliance Ranches LLC, Cody Noel Trains, and the jockey Raul Valenzuela. Number five is three-time grade one winner flashback owned by Valeriano Racing Stables, LLC, Santos Carrizales Jr. Trains, Jockey Rolando Rodales. Number six is two-time graded stakes winner, A Trace of Eagle, owned by Bella Vista Farms, Eddie Lee Willis Trains, and Ruben Castro is the jockey. Seven is Nothing Like You, a four-time stakes winner, owned by Bradbury Racing, John Ames Trains, and the jockey, Stormy Smith. The eight is a political red flash, a five-time grade one finalist owned by Kavanaugh Quarter Horses, LLC, Clint Crawford, the trainer, and the jockey, Jorge Torres. Number nine, the 11-time grade one winner and two-time world champion, Danger, owned by Dean Fry, Downtime Enterprises, LLC, and Billy Smith, Dean Fry Trains, jockey Francisco Calderon. And number 10, two-time grade one winner, Just by Hawks, owned by Tom and Kathleen McNally, Michelle Hurdle Trains, Javier Hernandez-Gallardo. We'll have the call. So I think in the championship, Danger is going to pick up his third straight 
Remington Park Championship. He's even money on the morning line. Seven-year-old gelding by FTD Dynasty out of She's Jess Toxic by Takeoff Jess. Of course, one for one this year after a nice performance in the grade one Leo Stakes. Won that for the first time. Last year, ended the year with a win in the championship at Sunland Park. Also picked up wins in the Challenge Championship at Indiana. The Fall Championship at Albuquerque. And, of course, last year, or two years ago, the Refrigerator Handicap as well. As I mentioned, 11 grade one wins. Francisco and Dean have teamed up to win at 33% this year. Danger is also 16 for 23 at the 440-yard distance, and he's won half of his races at Remington Park going four for eight so far. This win would put him probably around the 2.4 million mark in earnings. Got 2.3 right now with 21 wins, 34 outs, 7 seconds, and 3 thirds for Danger, my top choice. And a lot of people's top choice, I imagine. Second, I'm going to go to the 6, A Trace of Eagle at 8 to 1. Four year old gelding by one fabulous eagle out of A Trace of Paint by Trey Sace. Castro and Willis have teamed up at 14% this year. Trace of Eagles had three outs at Remington so far, second in an allowance in March, and then. Won the grade two Mr. Jetmore and the grade one D Raper Sooner State Stakes last time out. As a three-year-old, was a finalist in the All-American Invitational, second in the Rainbow Invitational, and also a finalist in the Remington Park Derby last spring. He's over four at 440 yards, though, and two for six at Remington Park. We'll see what Trace of Eagle can do with danger. He's avoided him all year so far, so we'll see. I'm kind of anxious to see that matchup. 154,000 earnings for the three-time winner, a trace of Eagle. Third, I'll go to the two head patron at five to one. Another four-year-old gelding by zooming for bucks out of Dash Leader by Special Leader has had a pair of outs this year. First time out, won the Grade Two Eastex. That was on March 25th, and then ran third danger in the Leo last time out. Last year, did win the QHRAI Derby at Horseshoe Indianapolis. Apples, as well as the overnight stakes over there and won the governor's stakes there as a two-year-old the seven-time winner one second and three-thirds from 15 outs 240,000 earnings for head patron Polito and Melton have teamed up at 50 percent this year this is this gelding's first start going 440 yards he is two for five at Remington and then fourth I'll go to the seven nothing like you at six to one Another four-year-old gelding by Favorite Cartel out of Who's Kissing Carter by Carter's Cartel. This is another one making his 440 debut. At Remington, he's only one for five. This year, he started twice. It was both second-place finishes in the Grade 2 Bob Moore Memorial and the Grade 1 Leo Stakes last time out. He did win the AQHA Derby Challenge Championship to end the year last year and won the Derby Challenge up at Prairie Meadows as well as the Prairie Meadows Gold Derby. Also, as a two-year-old, won the Grade 3 Valley Junction Futurity up in Iowa. He's won eight times from 16 outs with 306000 in earnings and nothing like you. So in the championship, I got Danger the 9 on top, the 6 a trace of Eagle second, the 2 head patron third, and the 7 nothing like you fourth. 9-6-2-7 in race 11. And last race to talk about on this Champions Night preview the Grade 1, $1.2 million Heritage Place Futurity going 350 yards, a full field of 10 for this year. This is the 42nd running of the Heritage Futurity. I did a little bit of research because I was curious beforehand. I looked up 
the winners of the Heritage since it's been at Remington Park in 1990, with the exception of 2003, it went back to Blue Ribbon Downs. I wanted to see how many favorites have won the Heritage Futurity. It's only been five in 32 runnings at Remington Park. Only five favorites have won the Heritage Futurity. The first one being Zipuino in 1993, also classified as Dash in 1999, Fast First Prize in 02, Southern Takes All in 07, and there was a big gap between Southern Takes All and last year's winner, Trace Crystals, who was also the favorite at post time. So I just thought that was pretty interesting, and that did kind of sway my decision a little bit, looking back at history. But anyway, we'll move on and look at the field for this year's Heritage Place Futurity. Number one is Deep Blue, one of two fillies in the field, owned by RDS Legacy Racing LLC, John Steinball Trains, and the jockey Francisco Calderon, Deep Blue, and She's a Famous Candy each trying to become the first Philly to win the Heritage Futurity since Uptown Babe in 2019. Number two is PYC Legacy at 6-1, to one, owned by Rito Sosa, Waylon Melton Trains, and the jockey Augustine Silva, fifth fastest overall qualifier in PYC Legacy. Number three is Midnight Politics, qualified third fastest overall for owner breeder Brenda Reiswig, Jason Olmstead Trains, Edwin Escobedo, and the Irons. Number four, A.B. Sace Corazones, ninth fastest overall for owner Dunn Ranch, Monte Rosa Trains, Brian Candanosa, will ride. Number five is Cardiac Cowboy. Cardiac Cowboy owned by Joe Rice, another one for Jason Olmstead and Ramiro Garcia will have the ride. Six, as I mentioned, she's a famous candy. Qualified eighth overall for owner Thomas Sheckel, Jason Olmstead Trains, Jorge Torres will be up. Number seven, MFS Cheerio qualified the fastest on day one of the trials. Sixth fastest overall for owner RH Bros LLC and Anastasio Cavazos. Eddie Willis trains. Justin Claver is the jockey. The eight is second overall fastest qualifier, Flying Electric Cowboy for owner Josefina Guzman, Waylon Melton trains, and the jockey Ramon Sanchez. Nine, BP Cartel Policy. Qualified fourth overall for owner breeder Bill Price, D. Keener Trains, and James Flores will be up. And number 10, fastest overall, San Lencho. Owned by Rogelio Marquez Jr., Wayla Melton Trains, Juan Polito will have the ride. So, pretty tough race here in the Heritage Futurity to choose from. As I mentioned, history made a sway in my decision a little bit. And... I'm going to go with the seven on top, MFS Cheerio for Eddie Willis at five to one on the morning line. A gelding by KVN Corona out of DFA Political Sign by A Political Jess. I think Eddie Willis is due for another Heritage Futurity. I, think I didn't do, when I was doing my research, I didn't look up to see how many he's won, but I know he's won several rings of the Heritage, including that one with Southern Takes All there in 2007, we mentioned. So MFS Cheerios had two starts on the year, ran sixth in the Remington Park Futurity Trials first time out, and was a romping winner in the trials on May 12th. And that one just broke on top and motored clear, went by almost three lengths in the end, just never a doubt who the winner was going to be in that race. 8,800 in earnings for MFS Cheerio. And I've seen a video that uh, the OQHRA posted on Facebook. And I mean, that horse looks really good right now. So I'm going to go with that one on top with the 10 for second. That's San Lencho with three to one and the morning line favorite. Originally, I did have him on top, and I don't know if I'm going to regret this decision or not, but since he is the favorite, I ended up moving him down 
two second. He's by political jest out of dashing under a full moon by he's a fast dash two for two this year. Won a maiden in March at Remington and in the trials on May 15th. Broke in front. You could see him hit that second gear early and just cruised home to win by almost two lengths in the end. Almost 20,000 in earnings for Texas bred San Lincho. Third, I'll go to the four AB Sace Corazones at 12 to 1. Bit surprised at the odds on this one. This is a gelding by Apolitical Blood out of Daring Sace by Trey Sace. Has had a pair of outs as well. Fourth and a maiden in April. And then in the trials, May the 12th had a good start in that one and just crushed the field. Pulled away clear to win it by two and a quarter lengths in the end. Um, Dunn Ranch and Monte Rosa have run second in the Heritage three years in a row, going back to Ain't She Tempting in 2020, and then Political Rose in 21, and then last year in Take a Swig of This. About 10,000 earnings for AB Sace Corazona so far. I feel like it's a good play at 12 to 1. And then for fourth, I'll go to the three Midnight Politics at 8 to 1. This is a gelding by a political jest out of Midnight Sunlight by Ivory James, another one with a pair of outs on the year. It was second in a maiden in mid-April, and then in the trials on May 15th. Had a good start in that one, kicked clear and just dominated the field. Another dominant performer with a length and three-quarter win in Midnight Politics. Also, Escobedo and Olmstead have been hot here in the last, I don't know, month or so at Remington. They seem like they've really been hot, so I'll go with that went in there for fourth, 14,000 earnings for Oklahoma bred midnight politics. So in the Heritage Futurity, I got the seven MFS Cheerio on top, the 10 San Lincho second, the four AB Sace Corazon is third, and three midnight politics fourth. Seven, 10, four, three in the Heritage Place Futurity. And that will wrap up this episode of the show. Hope you all enjoyed. Good luck to everybody on Champions Night, and I'll talk to you all next time. Thanks for listening.